Today on Locked on Rockies, let's take a look at some former pitchers and give a big congratulations to Jeff Francis. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked on Rockies podcast for today, the fourth day of February 2022. I am your host of the Locked on Rockies podcast, Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden here, bringing you your daily Rockies talk right here on the Locked on Rockies podcast, proudly part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Stay up to date with all things Colorado sports by following the Locked On Podcast Network of Colorado Pro Sports, uh, including Locked On Broncos, Avalanche, Nuggets, and, of course, your one-stop shop. For the Colorado Rockies, I am your guy, bringing you all the good stuff about the Rockies. And on today's episode, let's celebrate a great Rocky uh, getting into the Canadian Hall of Fame, Jeff Francis. That's a name that you definitely know and should love if you are a Rockies fan. Uh, Jeff Francis inducted into the Canadian Hall of Fame. So we're going to talk a little bit about Jeff Francis today in addition to a couple other pitchers. I don't want to spoil it. So we're going to talk about two other pitchers today on the podcast, uh, some uh, Rockies favorites, kind of maybe some memories that uh, people might have. And, and just honestly, how important it was to have pitchers like these, like Jeff Francis, to usher in this era of confidence confidence in your starters. I mean, it's 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 not that long ago that you uh, Rockies fans probably remember that the pitching was always the concern for the Rockies. And I know that hasn't been the case in terms of the starters of late. Uh, you know, these players, uh, Jeff Francis is at the front of that as well, really helped usher in the fact that you can be successful pitching in Colorado. You can be successful at 20th and Blake on the bump. So let's start off with an article from TSN and from the Canadian press, former Rockies ace Francis elected to Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. This is over on TSN.ca. Uh, Left-hander Jeff Francis has been elected to the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame, and this was announced on Wednesday. Francis of Vancouver will be inducted in June with the class of 2022. That includes former players Justin Morneau, there you go, uh, another uh, name you should know, John Olerud, and Dwayne Ward, along with Montreal Expos uh, broadcasters Jacques Duc I'm hoping I'm getting that right. Francis spent 11 seasons in Major League Baseball, including eight with the Colorado Rockies. He also played for the Kansas City Royals, Cincinnati Reds, Oakland Athletics, New York Yankees, and the Blue Jays, compiling a career record of 72-82 and 82 with a 4.97 earned run average in 254 career contacts or con contests. I was so excited to get to the news from the Hall of Fame of my induction, Francis said. When I see the list of people and players that I will be joining on the walls in St. Mary's, I'm honored and humbled to be considered on that level. This is not something that is ever in an athlete's mind during his or her playing days, but in the time since my last days of playing, I have become proud of what I accomplished in baseball. I consider this not just recognition of my achievements in the game, but of the coaching, mentorship, and support I've received from so many people. And uh, here's uh, Jeremy Diamond, the chair of the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. Jeff Francis is one of the greatest left-handed pitchers to come from Canada. He was the ace of the Colorado Rockies on their National League pennant-winning team in 2007, and he is considered one of the best pitchers in Rockies history. He was also answered the call to play for his country whenever he's been available and is a wonderful ambassador for baseball in our country. 
So there we go. I mean, that just sums it all up. I mean, yeah, Jeff Francis was uh, a great Rocky, honestly. I mean, you know, the ERA is high, the win-loss record, pitching win-losses, you know, you're, that that's not really a, a real uh, reflection of a pitcher in general. Let's let's go over to baseball reference. Let's take a look at uh, Jeff Francis here uh, in his time in Colorado, in his career. 9.6 uh, wins above replacement. That's what, you, that's what you're looking for there. 869 strikeouts with a whip of 1.5. 442. Let's take a look at that 2007 season. Easily his best season when you're looking at it in terms of record and performance. 17 and 19. 17 and 19. Holy smokes. Two uh, with uh, over 215 innings pitched, 63 walks, 165 strikeouts, only giving up 25 long balls. Got some Cy Young uh, voting there as well. Man. Just, I mean, that's that's what was key. That having pitchers like like Francis and the Dragon Slayer being able to be on the Rockies to come in and shut the door and get your team off on the right foot. I mean, Jeff Francis was clearly at that was his best level of play, and especially being able to limit the long ball. You know, limit the in terms of walks. It was he. It was one of the higher walk amounts of his career. But uh, in terms of innings pitched, let's see here. It's the most innings he pitched in this year as well, and he had less walks in that time than he did in 06 and 05, where he still was nearing 200 innings in both of those games. But the Rockies clearly turned their ace, Jeff Francis, in 2007. Unfortunately, Jeff Francis took a step back the following year, uh, 4-10 and 10 in 143 innings pitched, uh, 94 strikeouts, 49 walks, and 21 home runs. So clearly uh some regression there and yeah that was really the 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 peak of Francis's career was that 2007 run not able to really have uh the same level of success but still a very solid arm nonetheless getting over 100 innings for the next three seasons uh with the Rockies uh with Kansas City and then back with the Rockies uh there for a little bit of time and then in 2014 where he kind of bounced around and uh 2015 where that was the end of his career. But overall for his 8 years in Colorado, he threw over a 1000 innings. He gave up uh, 333 walks. That's kind of an appropriate uh, name for the Canadian Hall of Fame or number I should say for the Canadian Hall of Famer. 136 home runs while striking out 742. Uh, you know, really just uh, I, I think a a someone that you you could count on, especially in the beginning part of his career. Uh, you know, unfortunate that uh, we weren't able to see it kind of continue and grow and, and have him build off uh, of that. But, you know, that's all right. He was still someone that that made a huge impact on the game. Let's hear what Patrick Saunders has to say about Jeff Francis. But before we do that, want to tell you about the people that make this show happen, including Built Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolution. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. And they make it easy to stick to your New Year's resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it, unlike those other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. 
that way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. There's more than just bars at Built.com, as well as a wide variety of flavors, including the coconut almond, the peanut butter brownie, the raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and so much more. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. That's 15% off at Built.com. When you use the promo code LOCKED15, go get you the best tasting protein bar around at Built.com. Still talking uh, about the now Canadian Hall of Famer, Jeff Francis and Patrick Saunders wrote for the Denver Post, um, Rocktober Ace, Sports Illustrated cover boy, first round pick, and a 72 game winner over 11 major league seasons. Former Rockies left hander Jeff Francis had quite the career. On Tuesday came the reminder of just how impressive it was when the Vancouver born Francis was elected to the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, so we, we heard that quote already. And again, Francis getting inducted with Justin Morneau. Very cool. Two Rockies uh, there. It's kind of anytime, you know, with Montreal, too, there's that connection there. I think the Montreal and the Rockies have a lot of connection, not just the glaring big one of uh, a certain player that uh, came over and played for them and ended up being a Hall of Famer. Francis was selected ninth overall. Again, we're reading from uh, Rockies. Jeff Francis selected to Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame from Patrick Saunders over on the Denver Post. Francis was selected ninth overall by the Rockies in the 2002 draft. In 2007, he was an integral part of Colorado's miraculous streak that earned them the National League pennant and the team's only appearance in the World Series. He made three postseason starts and became the first Canadian pitcher to start in Game 1 of a World Series. Francis appeared on the October 15, 2007 cover of Sports Illustrated with the headline, Out of Thin Air, the Colorado Rockies work a mile-high miracle. My version of that cover is on my wall. When that came out, I cleaned out, I think, every Walgreens on the west side of Denver, and I couldn't do it to myself. So I had my wife go and buy just about every Sports Illustrated on the west side of Denver. Francis's 72 wins ranks as the second most by a Canadian left-hander. He also ranks second all-time among Canadian lefties in games started and innings pitched. Also pitched for the Canadian national team on multiple occasions, including with the junior national team and the World Baseball Classics Club in 2006, and the gold medal winning team at the 2015 Pan Am Games. Very, very cool stuff. Very great. Uh, any chance that I get to go back to 2007 is a good one for me. And and we got two more pitchers that we got. We're going to talk about here uh, from that 2007 rotation uh, you know these pitchers i think are are really really important when it comes to rockies history and looking at the fact that the rockies were able to get themselves uh you know some arms some some real arms that are able to to do some great great things for their ball club so let's start with you know him you love him. This was a player that had a long, long career in professional baseball, as long or up to just a couple of years ago as well. And I want to talk a little bit about Jorge De La Rosa. Jorge De La Rosa pitched in Colorado for nine years. And during his time in Colorado, he was 86 and 61 with the Rockies. I mean, that's a great, great record. Above 500 with an ERA of 4.35, over 1,000 innings pitched, giving, uh, walking 481 while striking out 985, so nearly 500 more strikeouts than walks for Jorge in a Rockies uniform while also only giving up 129 home runs. He was – it's – 
this was this was the first sign. These players, like uh, you know, like Francis and Jorge, were were finally coming up to say, you know what, take the narrative and 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 huck it. He was really a someone strong when he got to the Rockies here, and this was something I didn't know. You know, for for me growing up, I thought he was kind of just the Rockies. Uh, guy for so long, but he didn't come to the Rockies until 2008. He had already been in the league a couple of years with Milwaukee, uh, a little stint with the Royals, it looks like, uh, it appears as well. Just missed on the playoff team, but Jorge came in, and while Jeff Francis was, you know, on uh, going downward, Jorge De La Rosa was going up. He comes to Colorado, and he comes from, you know, the, these other leagues, and he goes 10-8. and eight. Then he goes 16-9, and 8-7, and 5-2. and two. I know pitcher stats, like we said, but look, these, this is a pitcher who whose history at Coors Field, other than his final season at Coors Field, or let's see, two exceptions here, uh, but in one of them he only pitched 10 innings, and in the other one he still got 134. So, But there's one outlier. But but for full seasons, he, he was over 500 every season as a Rocky, with the exception of 2016, his final year in Colorado. That's impressive, folks, and, and and that is that is completely against the narrative that so many have held for so long, especially at that time. And, you know, that's the uh, when the humidor is getting introduced, and and, and and at that era of Rockies baseball in the mid two thousands, and after that. And that's that's someone coming in from a you know from being a vet already. By the time Jorge made it to the Rockies, he had already played for four years just about a little under four years I should say but that's that you know, that builds confidence and especially to come off of his 2007 8 and 12 with Kansas City with a 5.82 ERA and lower that at Coors Field and lower his ERA consistently for the next he lowers his ERA from 08 to 09 from 09 to 10 and a huge drop off even though there's a huge drop off in innings uh that's that's the real big factor but again he keeps his ERA sub five for most of his time in Denver with a couple of exceptions. The one being his last, uh, you know, his, his worst season. Jorge De La Rosa is, is a tremendous Rocky and someone that, that I'm sure if, if, if you talk to especially Kyle Freeland, I think Kyle Freeland would really be the best person to kind of do a deeper dive into some, into the, the importance of the Rockies pitchers in 2007 and beyond showing and influencing and telling Rockies fans there's some good arms here. There's some people that know how to handle pitching here. And there's some people that are taking the narrative and, and throwing it out the window. And and there was, you know, Jorge De La Rosa is at the top of that list. A really, really good arm for the Rockies for a long time. And I love the fact that he's got those 500 more strikeouts than he does walks. All right, I got one more pitcher I want to talk about here today from the competitive Rockies, and one that unfortunately doesn't have the shining, doesn't have the same, I don't think Rockies fans can look in the rearview mirror and, and it be as big of a beacon of kind of great performance just because of how things kind of went in the interactions with some players. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at Bet Online. There might be less football being played, but betonline.net has way more stuff to bet on as we finish up the playoff season. From scored totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's 
BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Don't miss out. Have some fun with the Super Bowl coming up and go win some money with BetOnline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts starts the final picture i want to talk about today from the 2007 era of rockies or just the mid-2000s era of rockies because we were talking about uh, jeff francis getting into the canadian baseball hall of fame the final picture i want to talk about is someone that i mean you know, a lot of people have to know this name if you are a rockies fan he's got he's etched his his name into rockies history uh with multiple things because we're talking Ubaldo Jimenez. Ubaldo Jimenez was a phenomenal pitcher for the Rockies when you really look at it. And then uh, when he was, what did, wasn't he traded to Cleveland? That's what he, let's see here. Let's, ba -ba -da -da. Ubaldo was good in that postseason until we got to that uh, World Series. But uh, anyway, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see, um, ba -ba -da -da. When he was traded by the Colorado Rockies to the Cleveland Indians for a player to be named uh, later, Joe Gardner, Matt McBride, and Alex White. And uh, the Rockies got Drew Pomerantz to complete the trade. So the Rockies, uh, that's who they sent there. That was That's what I was curious. So in his time with the Colorado Rockies, Ubaldo Jimenez spent six years, went 56 and 45, through under 1,000 innings, 851 innings with 773 strikeouts, 371 walks, allowing only 55 home runs in his time with the Rockies. He was an all-star, Cy Young, and MVP in the 2010 season where he went 19-8 and with the highest win percentage uh, in Major League Baseball and the highest amount of wild pitches thrown, according. He, he led the league twice in wild pitches thrown, I think. Was it bold? Bold indicates player led the league italics so okay league leaders not major league leaders he led the league uh the national league in wild pitches and winning percentage and game started in 2008 he was four and four during the rockies run to the postseason in 2007 in that season uh 68 k's while walking 37 allowing 10 home runs his best season of course 2010, 19 and 8. In that season, he had only he had 214 strikeouts to 92 walks, only allowing 10 home runs on the year. Domination that year from Ubaldo Jimenez. And it's unfortunate that after the trade and uh, during things in spring training with Troy Tulowitzki, things kind of got a little messy with Ubaldo Jimenez. And then as he went on into, uh, you know, not a good year for him in Cleveland in 2012. Bounced back in 2013 for a little bit better, but not able to really regain the success that he was experiencing with the Rockies before the trade uh, in terms of winning ball games. But again, we're talking pitcher, uh, pitcher wins and losses. But you know, when it comes to wins above replacement, he's a 20.4 career wins above replacement, higher than both Jeff Francis 
and Jorge De La Rosa. So, I mean, you can't sit and sit there and deny that Ubaldo Jimenez is not a, was not not only a a great pitcher for the Rockies, but a, a pretty darn good pitcher overall. And of course, holder of the only no hitter in Colorado Rockies history. He is the only one to do it, and it, that is a something that I'm sure is he something he holds up very near and dear into his heart. He uh, was someone that that really you could count on, and and someone that you you felt confidence when he was uh, when he was on a roll. He was on a roll. That is for sure. Uh, he was granted free agency in 2013, signed with the Orioles for a couple of years, and uh, yeah, there was that stint where he was going to try and come back in 2020 there with the Rockies, but uh, he was released. So. There's just a nice little trip down Rockies pitchers baseball memory lane. If it wasn't for those three arms, Francis Jimenez and Jorge De La, and, and De La Rosa, I think we, you know, there'd still be a different mindset around Rockies pitching. They definitely laid the foundation for this current rotation uh, to be successful and for pitchers to have a, a, a blueprint for success at Coors Field. I want to thank you for listening to Locked On Rockies and making us your first listen of the day. Go win some money with our friends over at Locked On Bets for your second listen of the day. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at LO Rockies. You can follow me at Paul Holden 33 and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel so you know when we are going live. Folks, have a wonderful weekend and until next time, I'm Paul Holden signing off.